0: Come on, there's joy in the house of the Lord today. Hey, how are we doing tonight? Today, wherever you may live, hey, how is it going? It is a great night here in the great state of Houston, Texas. Man, God spoke to me today. God spoke to me. Oh, man. And I'm coming on here tonight to really speak about what God has spoke to me about the last two weeks. I would say, actually, last two weeks, last week... I'm going to share a little bit of my testimony. I'm going to share what's been happening over the last two weeks in this first podcast episode. Hey, dude, let me tell you, I've been trying to get into this podcasting series, but man, everything's been bobbing up left and right, left and right. And I haven't been able to get into it, man. And let me tell you something. The devil will work his way in your life and really, 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 really discourage you. And make you not want to do anything. But man. Let me tell you something. The devil did that to me with this podcast. He was really, really telling me not to do it, dude. But God really said, you know what? I want you doing it. I don't want you listening to the enemy. I don't want you listening to him. (laughs) And man. Can I tell you, dude. The enemy has been something the past two weeks. It broke me. A couple of times in the week. And you know, thinking about what the enemy can do Thinking about what God can do Thinking about what yourself as a person can do it really It's really something that can happen in your life And I want to speak on that today I want to speak on my testimony today I want to speak on a couple of things that I've been feeling uh, the past couple of weeks And a couple of things that I've been hearing You know, people have been encouraging me to do more as a person To get myself in a better relationship with the word of Christ And with the word of God, not only that, but in a re- better relationship with God himself. And I think, you know, some of the things we go through, some of the things we do, some of the things that happen in life is for a reason. You know, you don't see everything in life for no reason. God puts you through those stages for a reason. And I think that's what he's been doing over the past five five years of my life. You know, I've never attended a funeral until I was 10 years old, 2016, you know, and that was my first time ever attending a funeral, and that's going to slide in with my testimony here in a second, but just imagine what God can do in your life, and I want to pray into this podcasting episode, and kind of what this podcast is going to be about is, I'm going to talk about the Bible, I'm going to throw a few verses in there about the last... The last month, so I'm gonna release an episode every at the end of every month. Now that it's August 30th, I'm gonna release. An episode every month at the end of every month and i'm gonna talk about you know what i felt over the last four sundays that i went to church what i felt the last four sundays last, last just the last whole entire month not only at the church but you know in my house in the presence of god i'm gonna you know talk about that and i'm gonna throw a few verses in there um eventually we'll have guests on the show but as of right now, I just kind of wanted to be myself. And, you know, you never know if I'll even put guests on the show. You know, I've talked to a few people about it. And it's been a year now, I would say, that I really talked to them about it. And they said once I get really into it and once I get a lot of episodes in, then, yeah, they'll do it. Um, Soon I might have, you know, my pastors coming on here and really talking to me. Not only me, but to the world, you know, talking to you guys, talking to... Whoever needs the word, you know, as experienced people, they know the real word of Christ. You know, I do too, but man, they're more experienced with what they have talked about in their services and you know everywhere they have went, right? And you know, just you know, kind of going to church, it really it really helped me over the last 3 almost 3 years now. Um but I kind of want to get into my testimony here in a second. But before I do, I want to pray us into this podcasting series or episode, you know. Not only the episode, but into the series. Uh, This is Talks with God, hosted by. Dude. Hosted by me, uh, Kate Blevins, your host. Um, But I'm going to kind of pray us into the series. 'Cause I'm am going gonna try and get this going. I'm really gonna try myself. I'm gonna I gotta get editing stuff, I gotta get a bunch of stuff for it. But hey, the first, you know, month may not be the best editing But I think over the time, over the years that I do this, it's gonna get better and better each time. And it's really it's gonna it's gonna be something I think. I think this can grow and I think God has a plan for it. Um, But let's pray real quick Father God, I come to you tonight and today Wherever anyone is, Japan, Jamaica, Louisiana, Texas Harlington, come on now God I want to pray for anyone having rough times in their life For anyone having a rough, you know Rough times with your family, anyone in between the lines of suicide, anxiety, depression, Father God, I come to you today and I want to give you the time that you deserve, God. The time that everyone needs to give you, God. Right now, I pray that you give everyone the holy anointing that they need, the power and the strength, God, that that they need, Father, that you know they need, Father, because you are the healing God, Father. You know light from darkness, you separated that, Father God, and I pray right now that you are separating light from darkness from anyone who has darkness in their life, Father, from anyone going through death father i know a couple of friends that i want to pray for right now father that you give them the power and the strength father going through a rough time in their life father they just lost someone in their life father and i know that you are the healing god i know you have something for this podcast that people need to listen to father god and father i know right here right now father you are going to give them the power you're gonna get them through this hard time in their life And, Father, you are going to get me through this episode, through this series, through this season, Father, that we are starting up in August. August 30th is when you are helping me, Father, release this episode, Father God. And I know, Father, that you you have a plan for me in life, Father. You have a plan for everyone, Father. You know when they want it. You know when you want them to go to heaven, Father. And I pray that you, you, Father, give everyone the path. And the plan that you need them to have, Father. I plan. I, I pray right now, Father, that you succeed with that plan with everyone in their life, Father. Not just me, but everyone at the church, everyone around the world, Father. I pray for Louisiana right now, Father, that they're having, you know, they're having safe, safe routes out of Louisiana right now. I know the hurricane dropped. To, this afternoon father but i know father you father will get them safe in your hands and you will make sure there are no deaths father even if there are already deaths you make sure there are no more father god right now you are you are giving them the holy anointing the the strength the power to get out of louisiana and get into somewhere safe father god i know that you are bigger than a hurricane as pastor chase said today in church you are bigger than anything father a hurricane cancer anxiety Depression, Father, right now, you are giving anyone the strength that is going through that right now. Going through this hard hurricane coming in that landed at a a Category 4 hurricane, Father. You are giving the Holy Anointing. In your name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, I think God is going to give me something tonight. (laughs) Already eight minutes into the podcast. Haven't even started. I wonder how long this is going to be. All night. All day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But what I really want to come on here right now and talk about is the fact that at only thirteen years old I was going to church. In twenty sixteen is when it all started. Twenty sixteen is when I wanted to get into some stuff. Twenty sixteen is when I wanted to get into everything. I thought it was cool. But only because I lost a best friend in my life I lost my grandma and so man I'm sweating and I don't even have anything to rub my, 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 my head with but going into what I was saying he really set me up for success since 2016 you know losing my grandma in 2016 I didn't think I had any strength any power To get through what I was going through. I didn't think I was going to even make it to 15 years of age. 16 years of age. 17. I never knew I would make it this far from 2016. But let me tell you something. God had the plan. God knew what he was doing with me. He didn't do this for no reason. He didn't send me to church for no reason in 2018. He didn't do it for no reason. And, you know, really thinking about what God has done in my life is amazing. 2016, when I lost my grandma, I didn't have any strength, any encouragement to get through what I was going through. I didn't think I was going. I, I didn't, I, I, like I keep saying, I didn't think I was going to get through it. But I did. But God kept me strong. And I didn't know it was God keeping me strong. I thought it was just myself not wanting to do it. But God talked to me through the times that, you know, I wanted to do it. But the enemy was blocking God out while he was talking to me. So I wanted to keep doing it. I wanted to keep thinking the things that I wanted to do was leave this earth. Because I lost the best friend of my life, you know. And I didn't I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be here without my grandma. No, I didn't. I won't lie to anyone. I'll be straightforward in this podcast. This is all the, I won't lie. I'll be straightforward in everything I've done over the last five years of my life. What did it take for God to get me this this far? I'll tell you what it took. It took a lot of. It took a lot of pushing me, and giving giving me to strive to be better. Because in 2017, what was I doing? I was hanging out with people that I shouldn't have been hanging out with. 2017 could have been one of my worst years. I will will not lie. One of my worst years. Because prior, before 2017, December 4th, 2016 is when my grandma dispersed into heaven. She was breathing new air. She was with the Holy Ghost. She was with God. She was with Christ our King. She was with our King. She was with Christ God. And I just couldn't believe it. You know, I wanted... You know, going into twenty seventeen, there was so many things and I wanted to try, there was so many things I wanted to do. But as I slowly thought about doing those things, I saw what it brung what it could have brung me to what it could have done to me as a person, but not only me as a person, as a family. You do these things and it breaks you. It breaks you to the point where You just see pure darkness. You wouldn't let God put light in your world. And so, I think that's what stopped me. I didn't want to break myself from my family. I didn't want to break myself from myself. I was lost for the longest. I was lost for three years, I'd say. Three, maybe four years. I was lost. I wasn't myself. It may have seemed like it, but I wasn't. In 2017, I wanted to try so many things that I could have died from. I could have overdosed from. I could have went to jail from. I could have went to or juvenile hall from. You know, do whatever you want to call it. There were so many things I could have ended up happening to me. But God was stopping me in those times. And I didn't know that was God saving me. But, you know, in 2017, you would... You would have thought of me as, wow, he is such a great kid. But I didn't see myself that way. You know, I was hiding a bunch of stuff from a bunch of people. I was hiding my true feelings from people. But nobody knew. And that wasn't until God really told me to start talking. That, was, that wasn't until God told me to look. Down the road and find this family. I will give straight props to them, the Villarreal family. One of the, some of the best people in, the, oof, I, I don't want to say the word, but in the freaking world, really is. They really are amazing. They are the people who saved me. I would say I met them about tw- third, no third grade, my very first year in Houston, Texas. My very first year. In elementary school in Houston they were the people that were true family they brought me in like I was family I would say within maybe six months I met the whole family and I go to parties with them now I do all types of family events with them now because God told me to go to their house and that is what I did I went to their house I found them it took me a couple days to find them but I finally found I finally found one of my best friends that, who wasn't my best friend at the time, but now is, riding his bike around the street. And let me tell you, this, this is a funny story. The reason they remember me <laughs> is because um, down the street there are some people that used to live down the street. But I said uh, I think they still do, but <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not and so, you know, like I said, I was hanging out know, with a bunch of people I should have been hanging out with. But I didn't know this them. And this is how they remembered me. This is how they saw my face. This is what they remembered from me is <laughs> I didn't know this them. They posted me on the Facebook neighborhood page on Facebook. <laughs> and so I was riding my bike around the block one time. Just, you know, and I saw them just riding my bike up and down the street. <laughs> and so... They stopped me, or I stopped myself, or, and I was like, hey, I I know you. You're in my class. And so I met the mom. I met Karen. That's her name. Uh, Adrian Villarreal Sr. and Adrian Villarreal Jr. and Miranda. <laughs> and so they were like, hey, weren't you the person who ding-dong ditched these people down the street? Because you were on the Facebook neighborhood page. And that's what he told me the next day at school. I was like, wait, hold on. I was scared I was <laughs> I didn't know what to think uh, Because I was posted on internet And they were like does anybody know whose kid this is I was like oh crap This isn't good And so It wasn't but a year later Or uh, maybe a few months later After that Because it was at the beginning of twenty, I'd say 2017 uh, They were like You know Cade You should come to church with us. This is why I hesitated. I would hesitate so much. Because they would keep telling me to come to church. I would hesitate. I didn't know that I needed to go. I would hesitate. From the tip of my head. To the tip of my toes. My full body. Would hesitate on going. Because I was so mad at God. For taking my best friend. I was so upset. I didn't know what to think. But I they just kept asking me, kept asking me, kept asking me, kept asking me until I finally said yes. I went once before the best weekend over. I didn't like the experience of I didn't like the experience of filling his presence with how mad I was. And I don't think I remember or know how mad I was at him because just how much he's done for me. Because it it's just extremely crazy to know and extremely crazy to think that God himself really brought me out of a deep hole in my life. And stepping on this property, Champions Community Church, the first time. Bamble North Houston Road. If anyone ever wants to go, you'll see it. It's a big church. Big sign that says Champions Community Church. <laughs> um Bramwell, North Houston Road. Houston, Texas. Champions. And champions area. But I stepped on this property and I did not know how I really felt. I didn't know if I really liked the experience when I first went. But this is where I met grandma, Karen's mom, Karen's dad, some Adrian, of Adrian's senior side, Adrian Jr.'s cousins. You know, I met the family going here and I slowly was getting in the groove but I didn't know how I really and truly honestly felt about going to this church it wasn't until 26 <sighs> let me hold on oh wow well, going back to 2016 I don't know where I'm going it wasn't until 2018 I went again 26 dude man What's, what is it about 2016 that keeps popping up in my head 2018, September 16th, I believe. Best weekend ever. Well, we're about to have September 12th. Not just a few days before my third or second year going to the church. Second, second, third year. Um. Just going to it. It felt amazing this time Because I noticed this church was about making kids happy Making you happy And so and Uh, So so it was I don't know why I had a big hesitation Well yeah I do Sorry for the big hesitation Just skip a little bit through I'll I'll put that blah, Blah blah The uh, enemy anyway, kind of got to me there. Don't know what happened there. But I didn't know really anything about this church until I figured out hey, you like to make kids happy, you like to make sure people are happy in their life. So I went, I continued to go a few times. I still wasn't best off with the experience of going to church because I was just still so upset. <sighs> 2019 to 2020 years is when my life got extremely crazy. Myself. This is why I didn't tell anybody. Didn't tell anybody about my emotions. Didn't tell anybody about know and I get emotional about talking about these two years not very many people know but I'm sticking into the testimony 2019 hanging out with the wrong friends and so at the beginning of 2019 I was starting to see like hey these people are doing these cool things I think this is cool so I'm gonna go do it I want to go try this stuff out I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna go do it again so you know knowing me knowing myself I did it. What on the blue moon do you think happened? The people I was hanging out with were doing narcotics, drugs, pills, vaping. And that led me into my first time ever vaping. I was hanging out with a few buddies. And I just went really extremely so bad Seeing everyone doing this in 2019 So I wanted to try it And I was just so talking about it I was like dude I want to try this so bad And I would never leave my house But for, for some reason the enemy got to me here This is where the enemy hit me This is where he started making me do things That I now regret as a human As a human I regret it as a person going to church, I regret it. But God, or uh, God was just—I couldn't find him, and it hurt to know that I couldn't find God because the enemy was in my life the whole time. The enemy was in my head when these people came up to me and was like, "Hey, come outside. We got a vape and we got a we got a dab pin." I didn't know what a dab pin was until a few months later when I asked my brother, "What is a dab pin?" So I got on a bus a few weeks later and was like, dude, I've only vaped, I've never smoked weed. Homeboy pulls up out of a seat. Homeboy pulls up out of his seat and says, Yeah, you did. What? I looked up, I looked around, I looked behind me. What did you just say? So you're telling me a dab pen is weed and you didn't tell me that? I didn't know that. Luckily, it didn't work. Luckily, it was dead. Luckily, God saved me there. Luckily, the enemy was interrupted at that point. Because I would have been stoned out of my mind with my small immune system. This is why God cut them off. This is why I don't talk to those people today. This is why, did, you know, God did so much for me in the past five years, and it's, it was so quick that God did it, right? So imagine giving, and I've lost $35, $30, $35 in the past two weeks for the church, You know, I promised myself last week, last Sunday, I would give $15 to the church every Sunday until I ran out of money. You know, know, maybe a few Sundays here and there I won't, but I promised myself I was going to start tithing to the church. I was going to start giving to the church, getting more, 10 times more involved than I am now, right? Just because I serve, I don't give. I need to give more. I need to serve as much, and I need to give as much as I'm serving him. You know, he doesn't just want to serve us. You know, I think God here wants more than just serving us. You know, he wants us to give to him, too. And I finally learned that here. And I would, I won't lie, I would always act like I gave, but I never did because I was just scared. What, what would people think about me? If they know I didn't, but here lately I've been giving, you know, left and right, buying from the cafe, giving tips, five dollar tips, three dollars tips, two dollar tips, you know, and I think that's my way of giving here, buying their items, giving them tips, giving them fifteen dollars, man. I think I have gave more than thirty, I've been probably fifty in the last two weeks. <laughs> I would say fifty in the last two weeks. Fifty of my dollars towards, fifty bucks towards the church. Hey, I don't regret that. I don't. That's some of the best times I've had in my life, right? But hanging with these people, going back to hanging in 2019, the dab pin didn't work. I didn't know that was weed, so I didn't really smoke it because it didn't work. And let me just be honest with you. I've tried it. I have. I didn't like that feeling for a while, but I've tried it, and... I can't lie because God would be extremely upset with me, right? You can't lie. It's a commandment. One of your Ten Commandments. You know, lying. It's in the Bible too, right? So, there was so much that I've done with these people because they would never tell me anything. They wouldn't tell me the truth. They wouldn't wouldn't tell me what it is. I thought they were my true friends. I thought they were brothers from another freaking mother. No, (laughs) they're not. They're not like the Villarreal family. They're not like the... Uh, Gar- Garcia family, uh, Stephanie, Jay, Jonathan, Diana, no, you know, Eli, I'm gonna I'm throw out people, Anna, Joseph, those are some true people right there, those are the people who saved me over the last year, true people who saved me over the last year, Miss Carla, saved me, Pastor Chase saved me. Pastor Matt saved me. Sister Alexis saved me. Pastor Lilia saved me. Pastor Cindy saved me because she's the one who built that church. She's the one who who built that church with Pastor Steve saved me. There is no church other than that church who has truly saved me as a person I am today. 2020. And it's a sad day too. Sad day. Very sad day for very many people. Myself not only. Because my family lost a person the same day I got baptized. In a horrible motor vehicle accident. MBA. Um, Passed away. Not only that. Kobe passed away in 2020. Of that day. A year ago... I was baptized for the first time. And I don't think I was fully prepared for this baptism. I don't think I was fully prepared, but God wanted me to get baptized so I could start somewhere. And after that baptism, I can still say, even though I wasn't the person that I said I was going to be after this baptism, I still did a lot for God. I still went to church for him. I still served him, even though I was doing these things that God wouldn't approve of. I still stayed on my feet for him. And I really think this is where it really hit me here. Over the the past year, God has really put some perspective into me. And I still today do a few things God wouldn't approve of because... There's some of these people that I'm so scared to block that are still putting a bad effect in my life. That could still be doing things in my life that God wouldn't approve of me doing. But he has something planned for me and I just can't figure it out. And I, I couldn't figure it out for the longest. And I'm throwing everything in here, the Last the, for the, from the last month, man. Throwing everything, from the last year, from the last month, 2021, come on now. God would want me to do whatever, God would want me to talk about my years. God did a lot for me in 2021. He saved me so many times and I just didn't figure it out. I couldn't tell, I couldn't hear his voice. As much as I was going to church, I was still feeling the presence of the devil. And it's been going down about four months until I talked to a great a very great woman who is so into God and is so into it. I'm I'm gonna say her name. Annabelle. I don't talk to her niece no more, but hey, her niece and her still changed my life tremendously. You know, our people. I know people. Some people don't want me talking about that, but hey, I can't leave them out. I can't leave two people out that tremendously changed me for the better of God, who tremendously changed me for God, who put me in a better relationship with God. There was two things in my room, and Annabelle knew those two things were in my room, in my closet, because that's where the presence of the devil was in my closet, in my room. I was feeling so hard, sharp pain, chest pains in my chest, man. It was unbelievable, and so. Her niece was like, "I want you to talk to my aunt. I think she knows." Come on now, come on now. Let me tell you right now, she knew. She knew. She knew. She knew. I did. Come on now. I I, I get emotional, but <laughs> come on now. No, God God wants me to God wants me to tell the honest truth. God wants me to tell the honest truth. She knew there was something godly that wasn't in my room, that wasn't in my closet. So she was like, go through everything in your room. In your room. And I want you to figure out what it is that is not in your room. That is in your room, sorry. That is in your room that is not godly. I go in my closet. I open my top drawer. Come on. Come on now. I had a... Oh, I had a vape. I had an airsoft gun bullets to the airsoft gun i was like no sir no sir Uh uh-uh i figured out that those two things were the devil's i wasn't doing that for god wasn't making me do those things to learn from it that was the enemy in the way of god that was the enemy telling god that was the enemy getting in the way of god arguing with god trying to take me over but god didn't let that happen and so annabelle was like check your closet Check everything in your closet. Make sure there's something that is not... Get everything out of your room that is not godly. Whether it is cologne that has a dragon on it. Because the devil is attracted to dragons, right? Dragon is... Represents kind of fire. Dragons shoot fire out of their mouth. Another person. In my comments on Facebook. Try to take everything out of the that's metal. Get anointing oil. I still yet to get anointing oil. I need to. I need to. I need to so bad. But I can't find it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where to get it. <laughs> but I think God's talking to me. God's been talking to me for a while. And so. While God's talking to me. There's something in here. In my room. While God was talking to me. And I wasn't listening. So after I take these things out of my room. I was having these nightmares. And. These nightmares, some of these nightmares are inappropriate. You know, as a kid, you get these hormones, you get... I'm just going to be straight up, you get horny. You get horny, right? So, as a teenager, as a teen going through things, as a teen learning things, as a teen, you know, you learn things, you do things, you do all these things, I had a nightmare one day about sex. And God, I know God, wasn't gonna have me having sex at the age of 15 at the age of 14 at the age of 13 at the age of 16 at the age of 17 he wasn't it wasn't God that's the enemy right there that's the enemy right there that's the enemy that rode into my head and was like you can do this you can do this no 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 sir no sir I am for God I'm going to listen to God because God wouldn't want me having sex at the age of 15 hell no Excuse my language, I'm so sorry. So, what was it right there that you, the enemy, you, what were you doing right there? What were you doing in my head trying to make me have sex at the age of 15? No, sir. God put that light right back into my head. Separated that darkness. God, Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, God said, let there be light and there was. Come on now. Genesis chapter verse one, chapter one verse five, God separated light from darkness. Come on now, come on now. I ain't even reading that from my Bible. Those are my two favorite verses. That's how I know that God separated so much darkness in my life though over the last month. And over the last month, I think God really was speaking to me and really spoke to me about my relationship options. And that hurts to say, because the girl I was with, she was a blessing, she was. But God was telling me I wasn't stable enough for this relationship. I think she can go off, find someone better. You can go off, find someone better, closer, more more intimate. And so can she. She can find someone better, closer, more into her doing the things that she does, right? Because we weren't exactly the same person, and God was telling me that, but I was extremely nervous to say that. And I had all these people from, you know, my God sister telling me, like, dude, God is telling you something, and you're not listening. Over the last month, God was telling me something, and I just wasn't listening, right? Right? but come to find out god spoke to me here just the other week and was like "Cade, i i really need you to end it here because i need you to close this door with her because what i'm trying to tell you is she can find someone better than you and it hurts to say that but you know it's it's something that God Talks to you about and he knows your relationships He knows who's the right person For you, he knows who you're going to marry He knows who you're going to break up with, he knows who you're going to date He wants to test it He wants to put you all to the test of the relationship And see if this is the One for you, you pick the relationships But you let God do the work You let God do the work Between that relationship and if you're Not letting God do the work, if this other person's not letting God do the work, it's not for you You pick the girl you want but if you aren't letting God do the work, then it's not for you, right? And I think that's what was happening here. I wasn't me personally. I wasn't letting God doing the work, and I wasn't letting God do the work in the relationship. And so he wanted me to end it. And so come to find out, he talked to me the morning that morning. I woke up and was like tired for the love of God, for the love of me, for the love of yourself, for the safety of her, for the safety of you. I want you to end this, please, because if you don't, you're gonna end up hurting her. You're gonna end up hurting yourself. So I did. I did. It was hard. It was heart wrenching. It hurt. It hurt to do. But hey, there's things that happen. God knew it was right for us. And whether or not we get back together, whether or not God gets me with someone new, with her, some with, gets her with someone new, you never know. God does so much in 5 minutes, in 10 seconds, in 2 minutes, in 1 second, in a millisecond, in 2 hours, in 5 hours, in 5 years, in 6 years, in 10 years, in 20 years, in infinity. Dude, God has your back. No matter what, he wants you forever. You know, even though you're not ready for him, he's ready for you. And I want you guys to really think on that. You know, God here is trying to separate darkness from you. He's trying to put light in your life. He's trying to take the devil out. And I think some people are so hard-headed, they don't listen to God. And myself, especially myself, I'm hard-headed. I'm so hard-headed. I am. I will not lie about that. And I think there's a bunch of people that aren't listening to him that are hard-headed. Very hard-headed. And even though you don't listen to him, what is there for you to do? You know, thinking back on smoking weed, thinking back on vaping, thinking back on having, trying to have sex. That's not what God would have wanted from me after my baptism. And even after my baptism, I was thinking about these things. Like, come on now. That's the enemy right there. That's the enemy trying to get in your head to make you do things you don't want to do. To make you do things God doesn't want you to do. Right? And I think people don't understand what the enemy can do to you. Just like what the what, what the Holy Spirit can do to you. The enemy is going to get you locked up in prison. He's going to have you murdering people. He's going to have you doing all these things. While God's going to have you with a future, a plan in your life. Right? And as I'm closing up here. I just want really people to think about what God can do in your life as he's done in mine. You know, he's changed me for the better. I may have to get rebaptized because I wasn't fully prepared for this first baptism in 2020. But God knew what he was doing with me when I was baptized, right? He knew it was a start for me. He knew I would have to get re-baptized in the near future. He knew that it wasn't going to be the first time I got baptized. Not everyone gets baptized the first time and says, Oh, that's the only time I'm going to get baptized. Not everybody, because it's not for them, right? So as I'm praying here, I want you to think about the times that you had with God That he saved you from the devil Your testimony You know how much you can add on your testimony Right And I Before I pray I just want to thank these people That really saved me From the Villarreal family From Annabelle From I'm going to say it From Nicole You know Y'all two are amazing people From Brother Billy From Miss Carla From Miss Kathy From all of y'all at the church Pastor Chase Pastor Matt Pastor Sandy Pastor Steve Brother Luke, brother Mel, come on now, y'all, y'all, where's, y'all are some great people right there. Y'all are the people who saved me for the better, who saved me for the most and the highest God. Y'all are the people who put perspective on me and who really put me in the Word of God, who really got me into the Word of God. Champions Community Church, I wouldn't be nothing. I would be, I would been I would be nothing without them. In my opinion, I wouldn't know I, who I am today if it wasn't for this amazing church, for these amazing people. I'm going to pray here as I as I close out. And I just want y'all to pray with me. Pray for the people in Louisiana. Pray for yourself. Pray for the church. Pray for pray for the, any church you go to. Pray for anybody that you need. Hey, it, it was a great time talking tonight. And I enjoyed this. I, I think God has a plan for it. And I think God really is going to have people listening to it. Because he has a plan for everybody. He does. And not everybody sees that. But as I'm praying, I want you to make sure you're praying for the people in need. The people who need his anointing, for the people who need his Holy Spirit in their life, for the Holy Ghost. Come on now. Everybody needs the Holy Spirit. Whether they believe it or not, there are so many people in the world that can't see God and can only see the enemy because they're putting them because the enemy is putting them so far back in a deep hole that God is having trouble pulling them out. And I want to pray for them today. I want to pray for them tonight, today, you know, wherever you are. It may be 11.05 p.m. for me, but hey, it's 10 a.m. for you. Come on now. Y'all got church in the morning, but hey, y'all are going to enjoy the, the Holy Spirit of God. Come on now. But hey, you know, God has a plan for you. I believe it. Everybody believes in you. Not just you. Everybody believes in you. Not just me, everybody not every not just you, you don't you're not the only one who believes in me, everybody believes in me, you know there may be a few people that don't that don't admit it, but hey, I believe in you, you don't have to believe in me, but I believe in you. I believe you have a future, I believe you have a plan in life, maybe it may it may not be for the good, it may not be for the bad, it may not be for the average, but you have a plan in your life, and you just can't figure it out, but right now you can turn yourself to God let's pray father God I come to you today and I pray for everyone in need I pray right now for the people who are in deep holes stuck in it's the people the people who are stuck in deep holes by the enemy the people you are struggling father to get out of this hole father I come to you right now, and I pray that you are giving them the power and the strength to get out of this rough time in their life. To get out of the hole that they don't need to be in, Father. To get them away from the drugs. To get them away from the, the methamphetamine. To get them away from the narcotics. I know it's all the same thing, Father, but you know. You know the plan. You were bigger than drugs. You were bigger than than the world. You were bigger than the heavens. You were bigger than a hurricane. You were bigger. In my life, Father You know what the plan is for everyone, Father And I pray right now For everyone who watching who's watching this Not just everyone who's watching this But everyone around the world, Father You have a plan for them right now, Father You have a plan for them to wake up in the morning To wake up the next day, the next day, and the next day And giving them the strength they need for that day, Father You are giving them the presence of you, Father And you know, not everyone wakes up the next day Because, Father, you need a new throne, in heaven you need a new ghost a holy you need a new spirit up in the sky you need a new guardian angel you need another beautiful soul in the sky father but you father finished their plan you father finished everybody's plan that's up in that sky maybe not everybody father but father you know the plan of everybody you know when you want everybody you know the people who don't need to be in the world when they're born father and you father know everybody's plan Everybody may be not everybody might not believe in you, Father, but Father, you know the plan, you know what's going to happen in their life. You can do so much, Father. you are bigger than words, you are bigger than you are bigger than anything, Father, I pray right now for the people in Louisiana, the people who are still trying to evacuate, even though it made landfall out a category four Father out of the Gulf, Father, they are trying they're struggling so hard, Father, to get out of this 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 hard time in their life, Father, I pray. That you, Father, make sure there is no damages to people's houses, Father. There are no deaths. And even if there are deaths, that, Father, you knew the plan for them, Father. And you make sure there are no more deaths, Father. Father, I pray right now for anyone who is having struggle, who, who is having turmoil in their life, Father. That you... Are giving them the strength, the power, and the holy anointing that they need, Father, right now, as you come to them in their life and you are giving them so much presence. You are giving them your presence. You You are rebuking the devil's presence right now, Father. I rebuke the devil's presence anyone is having. I rebuke that in your name, Father. You are making sure that the devil is out of their life, Father. You are making sure the drugs are out of their life. You are making sure the turmoil is out of their life, Father. And if they are having turmoil right now, Father, you are giving them the strength. Father, and I pray right now that you, Father, keep this podcast going. You keep people listening and you keep people strong while they are listening to this father, because you know the plan of this podcast. You know the plan in my life. You know the plan in the church, Father. And hey, you know everything. You know you know the plans of the world. You know the belt. you know the plan of the Delta variant. I pray right now, people who have COVID that they are getting the healing by the Father that they need they are getting the healing from the Father God that they, that, that they serve. Father, you may not just want me serving, Father. You may not just want anyone serving, you know. You want everybody to come to you, Father, and serve your name. Oh, Father, you may not like somebody, but you love everybody. People may think that you're mad at them, but you love everybody. Father, I pray that you are taking people in... In your family, Father, all over the world on this beautiful Sunday, Father, this beautiful Sunday night, this beautiful Sunday morning, Father, you took people and you took people in the, to the family of God, Father, from the message that Pastor Chase delivered, but not only Pastor Chase, Pastor Robbie from Colorado anybody father you from any pastor that's delivered a great message you father took so many people in and i pray that they are having the best time of their life in the presence of god in the house of god father the people who were baptized last week father i pray that they are having the best time after joining the the house that that the lord father the the family of god I pray right now that you are giving them the best time of their lives, Father. And, hey, as we wrap up tonight, Father, you are making sure everybody is staying strong, Father. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, guys, it was a great night, a great podcast, a great talk. And we will be back next month. I can tell you the date. Here, here, let me tell you the date. Hold on. Hold on. We'll be back next month. <laughs> oh, wait. There's 31 days in September, right? I did not know that. We will back ne- be back next month, Thursday, October, September, September 30th. That is when the next episode of this Talk with God, hosted by Kate Blevins, will be back. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And I pray that everyone's having a blessed night, blessed morning, and a blessed afternoon. God bless you. And have a great night. I love you guys.